Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I forgot how to intro the show, but good news. Stadia is dead? Question mark. Life support? Yeah. It's in the ICU. It caught COVID. (laughs) (laughs) It's hemorrhaging. Yes, it is. It is in a... uh... Coma? Thank you. Coma? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say caustic state, but that doesn't make sense. Coma works. Slowly degrading. Just like all of us. This is a philosophy podcast. Uh, thank you, you are for born us. to die. And Stadia was created with a short life expectancy. Ah, <laughs> uh, here we are. At the end. Or the beginning of this what, podcast. I don't remember the rest of the song. At the end. It's a Sinatra song, I think. Oh. Well, anyways, uh, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary from the video game industry, uh, and anything else that might pique our interest. And also, uh, it's... Are we in February now? Yeah, believe it or not. February 5th. We made it past... It'll be... uh, By the time this goes live, it'll be one month since uh, the Capitol has been ransacked. (laughs) I think this is the day. Is this the day that Apollo 11 landed on the moon? Ooh, history things. I don't remember. It's not one of the ones I remember the date of, unfortunately. This day in history. Smoke alarm's <laughs> going to drive me up the wall this whole time. That's all right. They can't hear it. I know they can't hear it. But it's the same thing like the Slack notification. They couldn't hear the Slack notification. Drove me up the wall. Maybe it was this week. That All right. I don't know. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay. You say so. Works for me. You want to know what was this week, though? Mm. I do. I think you're going to tell me. Segways. New releases, Matthew. New releases were this week, and they include Apex Legends Season 8 Mayhem. I guess Mayhem is the name of the season for all the things that it's on, PC, PS4, Xbox One. Control Ultimate Edition for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Cultist Simulator Initiate Edition for the Switch. So 
if you're bored of your current cult and want to simulate a new one, there is a simulator on the Switch of all things, actually. That makes it even funnier to me, I guess. Destruction All-Stars for the PS5. Luciform for the PC. Valheim for the PC. Odysseus Cosmos and his Robot Quest for the Switch. Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood for the PC, PS5, Xbox, Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Kinetic Edge for the PC. Neo Remastered the Complete Edition for the PC and PS5. Neo 2 the Complete Edition for the PC and PS4. Neo 2 Remastered the Complete Edition for the PS5. The Neo Collection for the PS5, in case you haven't figured out that I just listed all the other ones. Number 14. Re-Zero. Starting life in another world. The prophecy of the throne. For the PS4 and Switch. That Those are the titles I was talking about last time. Where it's mm-hmm. re... Because the RE is something. Yeah. And then there's... Yeah, there's like 800 of them. Yeah. And Ampersat for the PC. Yeah, it's an anime. The... Starting a new life in a... Ampersat? No, the 14. Oh. Re-Zero. Oh, okay. It's super popular right now. They're doing season two. Ugh. It's season two when they're popular? Yeah. Also, Apollo 11, July 20th. Don't know where I got February 5th from. What history podcast have you started listening to that you somehow got to Apollo 11? That's just some random in... incorrect fact that was floating <laughs> around in my head. I can't wait for the rest of the year. You, it's not looking good. Have you heard? Wasn't wasn't this September 11th? Matt, it's March. <laughs> uh, Your dates are going to be all messed up. Just end it. <laughs> just end it. That'll be a new podcast episode. I just kill you live on the podcast and deal with the ramifications thereof. It would probably be extremely popular. Oh, for sure. People love that shit. Yeah. They're all about the murders. Live murders. If we videotaped it, it'd probably get even more views. Facebook Live or whatever. Mm, ooh, Facebook Live's a good way to do things now, I hear. Yeah. Periscope is still a thing? I think... I don't know. I think it's a live. Or something with Instagram. You could TikTok it. I mean, seeing how I'd probably be going to jail anyway, I could I could Twitch it. TikTok. Ooh, I could TikTok, TikTok it. I could, I could TikTok murder, put, put it to a sweet beat, and then do like one of those TikTok dances on your corpse. Apparently, I didn't realize this was a thing, but like the... Hyper fast cuts. It was like a TikTok thing. I, there was like a commercial. Hyper fast cuts were a YouTube thing in 2007 made by a man named uh, Young. Oh my God. What was the joke name that they gave him? Young Maestro. No. I get where you're going with that. Yeah, like, you know who Young Maestro is. I'm talking hyper fast cuts. Like they make everything look like a slideshow, but like a fast slideshow. It hurts oh, like the old, my like, head. Like the old school movie effect you're talking? where it's Yeah, but it's like really fast. And because it's high resolution, because everything's HD now, yeah. it like hurts my face. Are you, have you started watching TikToks? No. Oh. There was like a commercial, and it was done in that style. And I was like, what is this? This is hurting my eyeballs. Well, that only worries me for two days from now, which will be Super Bowl. Where and then another one of those were, will for sure probably air. Probably. And then... Samantha was like, oh, that's like a, a thing on TikTok now that's really popular. And I was like, what is wrong with these people? Anything to kill a few brain cells. 
<sighs> Speaking of brain cells and dying, Google is shutting. I'll take odds. <laughs> Google is shutting down its internal game development efforts and shifting focus towards third-party games with its cloud streaming service, Stadia. According to a Kotaku report ahead of the announcement, Google will close its two game studios in Montreal and Los Angeles with roughly 150, with roughly 150 roles being affected. Uh, though the company says it will try to find new roles for those developers. Google also announced that VP Jade, Ray- Jade Raymond, a veteran from EA Motive and Ubisoft Toronto who was brought in to lead Google's internal development efforts, is leaving the company to pursue other opportunities. While the game's development division is stuttering, the cloud streaming service Google Stadia will continue to operate, as will the monthly Stadia Pro subscription service. Google says it plans to start offering the Stadia tech to publishers. Any thoughts, Matthew? We briefly talked about it for a hot minute via text message. Um, yeah, because when this came across my my notifications i got i got the tweets from the sources that were like we're killing stadia at least the art development side of it and i was like oh my god i don't have sources i did not get sent that i just read a bl- <laughs> i read a blur but i yes it's it Are seems... everyone's sources twitter now i can't talk about my sources matt okay my bad i'm sorry i didn't say twitter i don't want to compromise your journalistic uh integrity integrity Listen, games journalism is a thing, all right? <laughs> you want to go down that rabbit hole from four years ago all over again? It actually makes me sick thinking about that. Can we please move on? <laughs> all right, where were we? Uh, uh, Google stopped doing development of its own games, something Amazon should have done based on our last story a while ago. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better this way. It's better for everyone. I don't know about that. But, like, the thing with Google... As as you know, is they tend to, you know, uh, do uh, abortions quite often with some of their new tech that they doesn't take off right away, which this kind of is starting to look like that. Google Plus, but exactly, but I think might be a bad move because clearly video games are heading that direction. And I think it would be foolish to abandon the streaming's tech now and not just sit on it and let it mature. But I'm not Google. I don't have billions of dollars. You know, I don't have the world's most popular search engine. Yes, you don't. Neither do I. But here's what I will say. Which might be what you just said. Because, honestly, I was half listening. The the thing with the killing of the studios is I think something we said at the beginning, I mean, way back, was there was no reason for them to really try so hard to develop games for it. They should have just been a marketplace. Yeah. And then what I said in the text messages between you, me, and our estranged third host or uh, random fill-in, somebody clearly saw what Amazon did with Luna 
and audibly said fuck in a meeting because the channel idea for Luna, okay, you subscribe, you have that thing, and then you add on a, an Ubisoft channel, and boom, there's Ubisoft games and all those things. And it also worked better in the time we played with it. So it was why they got something closer to being correct than you did. But I don't know. It's It makes sense to stop the in-house development because we also heard nothing of their in-house development. Yeah. Nothing. Which is actually an improvement. Over Amazon's situation. Yeah, Amazon, which we know have canceled two things, have a third thing coming that we also expect to not work. And they've all looked like garbage so far. Right. So it it's an improvement in a way, but we also know that because we saw nothing at all, that doesn't necessarily bode well for... I don't know how far they might have been. Uh, also, Jade Raymond... Motive and now Stadia. I mean, Albatross. <laughs> you uh, might not want to attach to a new. Go to something uh, stable. <laughs> Which technically, I guess, Motive should have been, but Google was never going to be that in my eyes. The it it can very it can be very intriguing if they stick to the idea of going to a full marketplace and reevaluate reevaluating themselves after focusing on tech and marketplace things for say a year to a year and a half and reevaluate what they're doing and if they need to get into the game making part of it but they might find that they don't need to or they might continue to kill it and just remove everything yeah they should just like publish games. Also an option. They have more money than they would have no problem buying a studio to do that. Yeah. That's why I'm like was always confused on initially was like why why try why try to start your own why? from the ground up with instead bo- of, with both companies, with Amazon yeah. as well. Instead of either buying a pre existing one or outsourcing and just being like, Hey, make me some games. Here's a here's a truck of money. Right. Here's a truck of money that I know you guys have proven to make games before, mm-hmm. and I don't need to worry about spending whatever Google is spending, or if you're Amazon spending five hundred million a year on failure. <clears throat> do you think? Uh, do you think Google spent around the same? Uh, I think they spent less, but not significantly less. But. I think, uh, I don't know how many teams they were really working with or games. I'm going to guess, I'm going to say less as well, but not by much. Yeah. Because they maybe, marketed maybe, a lot. So they, yeah, they're marketing 400 budget. million to 500 instead, yeah. but yeah. it's. Their marketing budget probably ate up a, a good chunk. <laughs> I was going to make a terrible joke. <laughs> oh! Uh, I'm so curious. <laughs> what? More things dying? No. Oh shit! <laughs> that, oh, oh. Uh, it's terrible. I'm a bad person. Uh, Bethesda Softworks <laughs> announced that our second podcast. Bad people. <laughs> Bethesda has announced that talking about other things. <laughs> that Robert A. Altman, the founder, chairman, and CEO of Bethesda's parent company, Zenimax Media, has died. 
Uh, Altman began ZeniMax with Christopher Weaver in 1999 as a parent company for Bethesda, uh, which Weaver had started in the mid-80s. The two had a falling out, and Weaver was out of the company within a few years, but Altman went on to run ZeniMax for decades. Decades. I don't. I don't know who this guy is. Like, I don't know. He never. He never, wasn't really in the media too much. Video he, games. Media. He was around before I was paying attention to, you know, Zenimax or, uh, Bethesda. Yeah. So, there's some upbeat news for you. <laughs> we have weird definitions of upbeat here, but yes. Uh. I mean, they put out a, their messages and have everything like that. I mean, it's it's one of those where it's like we don't really have anything to say because he was before he was before the oil tycoon Todd Howard and Pete Hines and everybody that we know now, and we didn't. I, it was not part of my upbringing. <laughs> Is that a sentence I want? Uh. Here we go, honey. Now go ahead and pin the tail on Todd Howard. <laughs> Man, kids' birthday parties are going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> just like the Now I'm just picturing a bunch of weird, like, very video game-focused birthday parties, like Andrew Ryan and all these other... Uh, Andrew Ryan, right? Is that... No. Andrew Ryan is the one behind Bioshock, right? The like that's his whole name. Who am I thinking of? How uh, Andrew House, the EA guy? That we always fuck this up. Oh. Andrew House is the old PlayStation guy, isn't it? I don't know. Who the cares? old PlayStation Sean, CEO before Sean Layden? No, no, above Sean Layden. Oh, above Sean Layden. Sony, I guess maybe. I I don't remember anymore. Andrew I, House. Uh, it was. Oh my god! We always fuck I these know, two we up. Always fuck them up. I thought the current EA guy was Andrew House. Am I wrong? Is he is he the CEO? I more like I'm I know Andrew I'm House is this guy. Yeah, not who I'm thinking about. It's I think it's still an Andrew. Andrew Wilson. Alright. First name right. Uh are you are you looking anything else up? Nope. Can you give me Andrew Ryan? who that is i feel like that's the bioshock thing it is uh andrew ryan's a fictional character in bioshock yes yes that's that's what i mean okay i'm pretty sure he's the one that has he's the in like one and two he's the entire idea behind the sub or sub city or whatever sounds good to me (laughs) okay all right good deal (laughs) Um, but yeah, Andrew Wilson and Todd Howard and Pete Hines and Eve Guimont and all just all these other weird party. Like, oh, where's my whatever cake? I feel like they're like an evil I want my EA cake, an evil crime organization. And oh, very together. Much. They're, and they're like, a step away from the villains of Gotham. Yeah, they all sit around like a half semicircle table and like. Count yeah. money and like laugh about loot but it's, boxes or it's something. It's closer to the. Actually, if we take that same exact analogy, analogy and we apply it to the Dark Knight scene 
where the pencil magic trick happens. <laughs> it's that. Okay. It's them sitting around three folding tables in a in a crazy room where then ten cents on the TV saying that don't worry about your money. I've taken it and hidden all of it. Who's the Joker? Who's the Joker? Huh. It's gotta be someone disruptive to the industry. My first thought was Microsoft. Because I feel like they just don't care anymore. Microsoft is is about to be in the line with the Joker later in the thing where he's like, it's not about the money. It's about sending a message. Step away from that. Yeah, they're close. They're very close to that. Like, ah, I'm not worried about the money. It's about sending Game Pass to everyone. So, like, CD Projekt would be like uh, they would face. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. They'd be two face essentially. Yeah. Where they had a, they were the, they were the White Knight. Yeah, they were supposed to save Gotham. <laughs> exactly. And they fell to corruption. Yep. Uh, I like this game. The beautiful um, thing with chaos is all it takes is a little push. You're trying to like compare other people in the universe. I was now. just trying. I was just. There's no Batman. The problem is there's no Batman. There is no Batman. I was trying to say. I was thinking. Oh, maybe the Joker could be like fucking Wall Street bets or something since they're creating havoc with GameStop. But that's too obvious. Like, Batman ends up being like Reggie or something. Like that's how it has to work out. Yeah. 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 I like the I like the thought exercise though. Yeah, it's good to let the mind play. As we do. Mostly, never mind. I'm not making that <laughs> joke either. That's going to be a real bad joke. Number three, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission is investigating whether social media and forum posters were unlawfully manipulating the price of GameStop shares last month, according to a Bloomberg report. The SEC is specifically looking for people spreading misinformation intending to sway the stock price as well as decisions from outfits like Robinhood to restrict trading of stocks at the height of the rallies. Meanwhile, Treasury Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has asked the SEC and other regulatory bodies to discuss the activity surrounding GameStop and other unexpectedly skyrocketing stocks in recent weeks to see, quote, whether recent activities are consistent with investor protection and fair and efficient markets, end quote. Uh, Yeah, it's been funny to watch that whole thing turn like we were. I think we talked about it last week and you're like, yep, they're just going to fuck us. And that's basically yep. what they're doing. Yep. They're like, huh. You can't, can't do that. We can't let Reddit and the internet have fun when all the hedge fund people just meet in coffee shops and do the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Fucking idiots. I love that they, it's once again, the internet and its inhabitants are the bad people when, okay, if we just do this not on the internet, everything's completely legal and fine. Yeah. And even then, technically, legally... Nothing happened on the internet. Yep. Yep. Oh, we have to have buyer protection in mind. Cool. Then let me do it. The entire idea of a free economy is to let me do whatever the fuck I want to begin with. Uh, At least the memes are good. Few people don't understand what the word free means. Well, you have your own problems. I could be here a while. 
If you remember anything about wishes from genies, you can't mess with free will. Whole known thing. Can't make somebody fall in love with you. That's one of the whole problems with genies. What do you spend the other three wishes on? Money. 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 To to sub to cir- uh, circumvent the love angle. Money again. What would you wish for if you had three wishes? Ooh, ooh, man! I don't know if we have time for this. That is a very. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me tell you, because like the obvious depends. choice it depends. It depends on the restrictions because there's always restrictions. That's the thing. Like the obvious choice is money, and like that would I could buy a lot of happiness with money. I know yeah. they say that you know like oh, money. Well, yeah, buy because happiness. but everybody that says that has money. Yeah. Um. It's you. You ever see a, a homeless person sitting on the street walk up to you and go, "I don't need your money, because money doesn't buy happiness." And you're like, yeah. <laughs> "What?" And like, I'm naturally skeptical of everything. So like, I'm assuming there's always a downside. So right, like, it's the old genie catch. So if you say, yeah. "I want a bunch of money," he robs a bank in your name, and you're yeah. now on the run. So you can't be like, "Oh, I want world peace," because like, there's. Okay, that, that, we everyone the world's just gone. Yeah, everybody but you exists. Yeah. Or everybody but you is gone. You now have world peace unless you want to fight yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do you go for superpowers? That's what my next thing was going to be. Oh, you go for superpowers, but Like I don't know. Can All... you get away with wishing for more wishes? Always a question. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, that's just too yet too, too It is good. too easy, but does that mean if I wish for more wishes that you, as a genie, you have to go kill another genie to absorb their three wishes? Maybe maybe if you wish for more wishes, you become a genie. Ooh, That's the trap. Is I just become the genie, so I have unlimited wishes, but I can never grant them to myself. Yes. Ooh. See, that's what I mean. There's a whole lot of... there's. I need a rule book for genie wishes. Yeah. Yeah. For when this inevitably happens, and I'm now stuck in a forest with a genie going like, all right, but can I do this? But what happens if I do this? Are you Robin Williams? <laughs> what type of genie are you? Yeah. Are you Robin Williams? Are you j- the gin from The Witcher? <laughs> like, what yeah, we, yeah, yeah. What we got here? You Will Smith? Because <laughs> uh, that still is a toss-up. <laughs> have you watched the new Aladdin? No. Because um, if I remember right, we both agreed it was Bollywood Light, which disappointed me. And It I is. Said it is Bollywood Light. I want Will Bollywood. Smith was I, not as bad as I thought he was going to be. No, I can I could see that. That doesn't shock me that much, but I 100% want full committal to Bollywood. Yeah. For sure. I mean, they definitely they definitely leaned into it more than I thought they were going to. Well, like the parade scene alone, but Yeah, the parade scene, there's a whole dancing scene, like a crazy dance scene, but there's only one. Yeah, that's how you know it's only. Yeah, that's how you know it's, it's Bollywood like. Only one. There's only one crazy dance scene. There should be minimum four. And if they don't make a human catapult to throw a guy over a wall, I don't know if you remember this clip. I do. They, I do know what you're talking they about. Launch the guy off the catapult, like, and basically form a human catapult to launch him over a wall. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Uh, good shit. All right. I don't know, man. The wish, the wish conversation is always interesting because the wish conversation is a step away from the superpower conversation. Like, what superpower would you get if you could, if you had your op, if you had your pick? I always thought a really cool power would be to control gravity. Interesting. I like the thought there because nobody usually thinks about that. 
in such a way that like you could in- increase it and decrease it. And I feel like that's like a, a loophole because like you could do a lot with those things, being now, able to increase and decrease gravity. When you say you want to increase and decrease gravity, now this is where this is always the thing with superpowers where I start yeah. asking questions. Are you saying you want to be able to do that in a certain area? Do you want to do that planet wide? Or do you want to just look at an object and say gravity affects you way more and it just plummets and is stuck to the ground, almost like a Mjolnir hammer style where somebody can't pick it up because gravity is so strong onto that object? That's the problem because, like, at a certain point, it just everything just becomes oh, overpowered. Do you make a do you make a room just a vacuum? Yeah, where you just that's what I mean. Like, drop everything to the floor, or you float where, everybody. Where are the restrictions? Like, how would you restrict that? Right, that's like be, because you could make yourself fly that way. You could yeah. just like surely, literally crush someone into like a tiny little. Yeah, but you, if you were to make yourself fly that way, you'd have to be constantly manipulating gravity. Yeah, like constantly doing it, where you're like, okay, less gravity. I jumped in the air. Okay, but I'm never going to stop. Okay, slight more gravity. Okay, <laughs> less gravity, more gravity, less gravity, more gravity. Just to put yourself in like the, you'd be mm. basically playing the helicopter game with yourself, yep. where you're going through the cave, <laughs> just a little up and down the entire time. There was a a hero in the TV show Heroes that could create black holes, which sounds cool. That's terrifying. Yes, very dangerous, kills himself accidentally. Yeah, and also a black hole would, in theory, no matter the size, destroy Earth. Yeah. I guess there's a little suspension of disbelief there. Yeah. They were like, you know, little black holes, but obviously they treat yeah, them like, mean, like even like even the in power theory, like if you, had a, so- if you well. had a soccer ball sized black hole, it's still a black you hole. It'd be equivalent of basically setting off a nuke in a city. Yeah, it's still a black hole. Yeah. Like it's, it's still just going to suck everything into it. Yeah. So. Including the person, you know, holding it in their hand like an idiot. Yeah. Otherwise, you would just be making portals. You wouldn't be making black holes. You would just be making tele, you know, teleportation portals where you just put somebody onto a plane that you had no fucking idea where they went. Yeah. And there's certain super... We are so off topic, and this we got so much shit to go over. But at the same time, like, there's some superpowers that just seem like they're just... Like, being able to read people's minds. Like, that is such a trap. Huge oh, it's tra- entirely a trap. I do. There's. I uh, think. I think flying is always a good one. Like it's always a good classic. Flying is a classic. Not my pick, but I understand why. You know, who doesn't like the idea of flying? Invisibility yeah. always gets thrown around by yeah. people. But also, I think one of those trap powers. Yeah, the, I mean, the mind reading one is fun, but the mind reading one is only fun for so long because yeah. if all you're doing is reading minds. There's the idea of okay. Well, once again, limitations. Do I have to? Like, like purposely you know you me i'm now i have to focus you basically mm-hmm. to read your mind or am i just hearing voices walking down yeah. the street because if you're just hearing voices then that's that's bad. it's unbearable yeah it goes to the uh bruce almighty scene the jim carrey bruce almighty when people are calling upon god and everything and he just can't he all he hears are those yeah the voices prayers. and he's like how yeah, out of my head, and he summons like post-it notes, and the whole room is nothing but post-it notes instead. And then he gets him all into email, and it's a pretty good joke. Yeah, uh, there's that. Uh, the there's there's so many things. I always have gone with the ability to manipulate time. Yeah, that's a classic. But because people never, it's the same thing with gravity to an extent. People never realize the amount of power. If you could manipulate time. Because, once again, we reach the level of OPness. Yeah, like how how, how much manip- time. How, and how do I manipulate it? And if can I you, just can snap you... my fingers and time stops and I can still function. Oh, that's 
Do you like, age though? See, that's the thing. Like, there's so many questions, and then yeah, like so many questions. What if you could just stop time for one person? What if I could? St- what if I could stop time but reverse myself? Yeah. So I could, in theory, never age. I could stay twenty whatever forever, but watch a world go by. That's sad. It is, <laughs> but in theory, if you can, you if you moved around enough, you'd be able to live enough li- yeah. like, lives. Like, oh, I'm 20 in England now. Oh, I'm 20 in India now. Oh, I'm 20 in Japan. Like, bounce around. Or if you got real bored, you just time travel yourself all the way back and you start raiding with Genghis Khan and you give him the good, uh, good new slogan that if anyone can, Genghis can, and you just run with it. Uh, and then you see, good old you just, you Mongolian. Get to, you get to, you get to roll back. You get to fast forward back in history to see if they have that slogan on a book now somewhere. Like raiders were known <laughs> for yelling, "If anyone can, Genghis can." Uh, uh, Genghis Khan. What a time. Uh, yeah, but manipulating time. So that's always mine because it's if I can stop time in theory, and mm-hmm. usually if you. If you were able to stop time, the way it's always usually portrayed is that the person that stopped it can still act like yeah. act and do things in it. Even if it's time's only stopped for so long, or if I have to like reactivate time. Because the problem with flying is flying is semi-time control as well if you use the Superman model. <laughs> because he spun the world. So time ridiculous. Control. So if you just stick with time control where it's like, even if I had a limitation, right? I can pause for 10 minutes, but I can still function fully. Okay. My money problem is fixed. Yeah. I will just rob banks at will. Yeah. It's a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes to just walk wherever I need to to get through anything. Pause 10 minutes of walking into a packed convention center, and I can get to where I need to, and no one's in my way. It's almost like a like quality of life thing. Yeah. Oh. It's like jumper kind of like that's like a quality of life. Yeah. Like jumper is very much quality of life. Yeah. Like, oh, I just uh I don't know, I feel like kinda of going to Italy today. Yeah. See that's a and good I'm one. In Italy. The gravity one, there's no really quality of life aspect to that, I guess. Like it can be. All the cars in front of you. You're stuck in traffic. That's true. Yeah, but <laughs> not the same type of quality of life. Lots of attention with that one. The oh, other ones sure. you could get away yeah. with. It. I because I stopped time, and it would also be really funny though if when I stop time, everybody else is aware of it. Oh, that'd be weird. So they're just self consciously stuck in. Yeah, like, they're just stuck. How many people go insane? Oh, so many. <laughs> Especially if they saw me walk by and never again. They just knew they fro- they were stuck for ten minutes, but they never saw me again. And they're like, I, I don't know. I don't know what he looked like. I'd also never not wear an entire superhero suit at that point. <laughs> Just so no one could find me. Well, if you have any good suggestions for superpowers and or wishes, let us know. The time thing is always so interesting to me. Because if it's not limited, and I get to just say time has stopped and I need to go do something. Oh, I'm late for my flight. Time stopped. Yeah. And I'm on the plane sitting down. And all right, well, let's take off now. Have you ever watched the TV show Heroes? Because it's an interesting. There was enough I heard about it when it was on that I just went off. Oh, no, it's not terrible. Um, I hear the ending is garbage, and the yeah, black I mean, and the black mist and everything else is also just garbage the entire time. Season one, okay, is safe. 
Uh, the problem is writer's strike happened. Mm, so it kind of messed up the yeah, show. Okay. But it's an interesting uh, exploration of the idea of powers and what yeah. they could do and stuff like that. I mean, there's there's a lot to just be said where I, it, it, no matter what power I got, if I get to choose, I'm choosing my time thing, right? Mm-hmm. No matter what I would get, even if it was the weird... Um, I'm trying to think of the other thing where they were like in, trying to make superhumans. I can't remember the name of that show. Excuse me. There was something recently where I was either watching or playing it, and they the idea was to give them drugs to unlock mutant genes, essentially. Similar to what has happened in X-Men for years, kind of. Okay. But like, okay, they might have a mutant gene, so let's give them something and see if we can activate it type of thing. Deadpool goes over this in a way. It's like, okay, so I get that. I find out that I have... Oh, fucking the boys. Oh, yeah. I was trying to think of like... Because I kept going back to Gilboy, and I was like... The Deep. I kept going back to him, and I was like... what happens if if you're the one with the... The big, uh, the fucking... The giant dick? The giant dick. Yeah. The giant, like, elastic dick or whatever the hell it is. Well, the... I think the idea... The funny thing about that is I think it was only his dick. Mm-hmm. And it was... He could, like, it control was, it. It was control, yeah. and it was as he wanted it. So he yeah. could just be entirely normal, or then eventually just have a weirdly tentacly dick. <laughs> He could choke you out with it. Yeah, <laughs> which he tries to do in the show. So there's that. Like, okay, that's what I get, right? Mm-hmm. There's only one way to test things. <laughs> and that's me taking a week off of work and seeing what this thing can do. No matter what the power is. If I'm lamplighter and I have to walk around with a lighter, but I can cause just giant, like, flame things out of my hand or whatever the whole deal is. Mm. I don't know what his deal is. I don't know if it's that, okay, he can influence flame. I think that's the idea is he can manipulate. generate it. He can only manipulate it. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I'm sitting outside with a lighter for a while and just shooting it into a fireplace. Like, what what happens? How do I, you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm taking at least a week to learn how to, like, handle it at a minimal level. I get gills. I'm going to the ocean. <laughs> all right. All right. Moving on. Super strength. Throwing anything I can. Just pick it. I'll walk through the parking lot after work and just grab the back of a car and just, just nothing but deadlift the back of a car for a few a few minutes. Like, all right, I can do this. This is easy. Not even, not even trying. Underneath it, somebody, I'd be stopping to help people on the highway so often. Oh, you got a flat tire? Ugh, let me just uh, lay down and just. Poke one <laughs> finger up and just lift the whole car up and be like, all right, just go ahead and change it real quick. Nah, I got this. Don't worry about it. Number four out of a... Uh, yeah, we'll get there, all right? Number I'm, four out of 22. I'm visualizing my powers. <laughs> 22. If you include the, sh- the short oh, things. Yeah, those are... I'm padding the numbers here. Don't worry. That, that means 15. Activision Blizzard reported record full year and fourth quarter results thanks to its large part, in large part, to a banner year. For the Call of Duty franchise, company-wide, Activision Blizzard posted full-year net revenues up 25% to $8.09 billion. 
Activision division showed the strongest growth for the company with full year net revenues up 77%. 10 bucks says it doesn't next year. To 3.9 billion. <laughs> for the full year, Blizzard posted net revenues up 8% to 1.9 billion. Uh, with the most notable jump being World of Warcraft. 40% year over year increase. Matt, what, huh? What do I think? would attribute to a 40% year-over-year increase in World of Warcraft. I, You know what? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, during this earnings call, Activision Blizzard said, Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 will not be released in 2021. That one kind of surprised me a bit. Um, the specific, Especially the Overwatch 2 one. But anyways... And then uh, BlizzCon virtual ticket details got released and can be bought now. And I'm sure you could probably tell us more if you care to. And possible thoughts on Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. The Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4, it, what is it, not being released until 2022 is the... Yeah, it just says not released this year. Yeah, so at least 2020, 2022, 2020. Oh, God, I just did you... Now the years are all, we're now into the 2020s, whatever's, and it's just going to really bug me until we're into the 2030s. You could just say 22, bucket, just be like 22, 21. Yeah, so whenever we're into apostrophe 22, uh, I hate that as well. The, where are they? You know, you know that's, Overwatch 2 especially, like. Diablo 4. Overwatch 2, they literally said we're not doing anything different except here's a story mode. Yeah. And they showed us stuff of it. Yeah. And they, as far as I was concerned, have been working on a story mode from the fucking launch of the game. I'm really confused. So I'm very confused where that is. Diablo 4, once again, showed it and had playable demos last BlizzCon. Mm -hmm. Last Last BlizzCon, by the way, is in 2019. And they've been releasing information on it pretty steadily. Like, it's not been being picked up by a lot of these media places and stuff, but they've been doing blog posts being like, this is, this is, uh, uh, whatever class and these are its abilities. Like, they've been going through. Immortals isn't out. I don't even know if they mentioned it because I didn't, no, I didn't read the earnings call. I haven't seen anything on it. And it's a reskin of another game. And it's in a beta, and I can't play it. I think this is a strategy. I think it's a strategy because they're trying to get people to essentially forget about Blizzard to get away from the bad PR. I think this is all a strategy. They're like, let's just create distance, and we have the added bonus of we can work on these games longer. That's my theory. I mean, I think the the worst part, I think you're right. But I don't want you to be right. <laughs> I mean, I'm rarely right, so it's not anything good to worry about. I know. Usually I get the corpo angles. I can usually nail down. <laughs> corpo angles. Angles. All right. Listen. <laughs> All right. Cyberpunk sunk its roots in. So now corpos are language. All right. Corpos. All right. That's where it's, it's in the Gamers 2 encyclopedia. Ooh. That's about three pages. Three pages. Whoa. 48 point font. <laughs> Make sure you can really see it. And there's no expl- There's no explanations of anything. 
It's just words we've chosen. There's no <laughs> something no, else. Perfect. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have anything that's too ridiculous about this. I guess it'll be... Did you read the last bullet? Yeah. Did I, did I, I ignored you for that. All right, my bad. Yeah. Um, You're on your phone. I know, but I, I heard the one before it. <laughs> I guess I should glance over the other one. So, yeah, the BlizzCon thing will be interesting because that is in two weeks, I believe. I believe it's the 19th to the 22nd. So, without these coming out this year, what did they show? So, you say that. Okay. They show those. The bold move. <laughs> hey, you can't have these this year. Hey, you want to take a look at these things? <laughs> bold move con. See if it pays off. Uh Yes, so I bet they show those. Stupidly, I'm betting they show those and Immortal. Okay. Because I, maybe I, they do an out now for they Immortals. Might, they, they might do an out now for Immortals. Or Immortal. Um, yeah, whatever it is. Diablo, mobile. They might do an out now for that, which would be very interesting from a Blizzard perspective. Because I don't think they have anybody hired with enough rings and a cane <laughs> to really drive the point home. They can dress somebody up like him, I'm sure. The other part of that is you with Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2. If you say they're not coming out this year, I don't think you can I don't think you can go silent though. I feel like people I I feel like it would be better to show something. Otherwise, you're going to have everybody going, where were they? Because this is an earnings call. We do this. General Blizzard populace isn't going to go, you know, I was heard they were year-over-year year increases, but then they also said that Diablo 4 was not coming out. I went half Daffy Duck, but the majority of their, I I would assume the majority of their audience that would be at BlizzCon wouldn't even give a shit in terms of it not coming out. And also, them saying it's not coming out this year, could mean January 2022 if they really wanted to be finicky with things. Or they might say beta in November into something. Like, they might do something along those lines, right? Granted, I guess technically the Overwatch 2 beta is Overwatch. So, not really sure how that works. But, (laughs) anyway. I feel like they still have to show even if Overwatch 2 is a hey, two isn't out yet, but we're doing a lot of lead-up events type of thing. Like, we're going to... Something. Diablo 4, I I don't know where that is. Feel like that should be... That would have been a good fall this year game. But you say, what else do they show? Well, Heroes of the Storm they killed, but maybe they show something there. Hearthstone, for sure. Yeah. Still makes money. The... I don't know what their plan is at all with StarCraft. It's honestly so dark to me at this point where I was like, okay, three. And they're like, "Mm, but what if we didn't? And I'm like, all right, well, now I have no idea what you plan on doing. Unless they literally just kill it. Which would be... The last thing they came out with was a remaster? Was a remaster. And then they they had launched their final... A while ago, but they had launched their final expansion on two. So it... It would be a solid time for three. I don't think we're going to get a three, but, you know, at this point, (laughs) anything's in the air. They're going to show 
WoW 2. Electric Boogaloo, no. But speaking of WoW, my joke, 40% year over increase. Yeah, a new WoW expansion happened. Obviously, everybody came back. Money. That's the joke for just if anybody doesn't get it. Speaking of WoW, they're going to show Burning Crusade Classic. I think that is officially happening, and I think they need to spend a while explaining how it's going to work. I think the explanation can be five minutes, but they're not going to ever do it five minutes because they're going to jerk themselves off the entire time. Yeah. Oh, have you guys heard of the Burning Crusade? And you are not prepared and all that stuff. The whole thing's going to happen again. And everybody's going to just be like, oh, my God, except they're all not going to be in the same room because they're all going to be screaming at home because it's all virtual. The thing with that I'm curious to see is are they standing up new servers potentially? Like, Are they going to have classic servers? Burning Crusade servers, live servers. Or are, is Classic going to go to Burning Crusade? My understanding from when they launched Classic and talked about it is it's literally going to progress the same the yeah. same way. So it'll be Burning Crusade now. Right. Which is what my understanding is as well. Yeah. But I'm just curious to see how that all... Because there is going to be, there is going to be somebody will ask a, a sect of people who are like, I want it to stay class vanilla. Right. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't know why you would ever want to continuously stay there, mm-hmm. because you you technically now have nothing to do. Yeah, everything has been released. Hmm. So I don't know what you're doing. I don't know either. But there's going to be those people because yeah. there's always there always is. But anyway digress i think burning crusade is officially happening uh there's my prediction also they need to detail patch uh i think we're on nines so patch 9.1 for shadowlands because we will have the first raid is done Uh, all four raid finder wings are out so you can do the entire thing by just hitting the group finder and going in there so now we need to get to what's our next step. So we need to detail that. What's the, are we going to, is it more, is there more story happening? Uh, how is this thing working? Are we getting flight at this point? Is there going to be um, another raid? Are we doing a mini raid in between two big raids? One where there's like three or four bosses instead of 10. What's the rest? What's the next step in the story? Because at this point, there are so many options of where we're going next. I can't actually see them. Like we started at the bottom of the tree, and now there's so many branches. I'm like, I don't know which one we're going for first. I don't know. Dude, I don't. I, I don't think you can put them all in one raid and just go. Well, we're just gonna make a taller tree first, and then we'll sprint it. I'm like, no, no, no. You've already just shot. <laughs> doing a lot of hand motions, but I don't know really what I want to say other than it's just a tree built from the ground up. Um, so those two things will be shown. They, uh, It's BlizzCon and not Activision Con, but they could do something weird with Call of Duty. I don't think you'll see it, though, because it is BlizzCon. I expect some like cross-game tie-in random things. Because the... I mean, the BlizzCon ticket as well gives you an Overwatch, uh, depending on the tier you buy, Overwatch skin, uh, Hearthstone packs, a World of Warcraft mount, a World of Warcraft pet, uh, Dire Say Darkmoon cards, an Overwatch skin, 
I say Dark Moon cards. Dark Moon is Hearthstone. Um, uh, Heroes of the Storm Mount, I believe. So there's there's once again they they put Diablo cosmetic set so like make yourself look different, but they said still coming. So they don't have the visual yet that they're giving away. <laughs> so I was like, is that a indication of something you're going to reveal? Did but you say Heroes of the Storm? Yeah. That's their MOBA. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. Are they still doing stuff with that? Well, remember, they killed the competitive scene. Yeah. At least officially. They're still... Maybe that'll get a revamp. They're still... Un- or they're still... Um, there still is a competitive scene, but it's not being hosted by the MLG anchor of Blizzard. Or Blizzard Activision, whichever one of them owns MLG at this point. The... But then they stepped away and they said that we'd still keep updates on it and stuff like that. But they took their major dev team away. And it's like once every six months now there's a something. So there could be something more with that. Or they could be revamping it to do something different. Or they could announce an entirely new IP. Which is the real way left field move. Because you're, you're, you're coming off of brand new WoW with a bunch of people loving it be a very weird time to go what if we did this well that's kind of what i'm afraid of because like so you come off of wow um you say overwatch 2 and diablo 4 are not coming anytime what are, soon yeah, what are you doing and then all of a sudden they're just like ah we got new ip it'd be like uh, and they aren't using uh vicarious anymore or whatever for the Tony Hawk one and two are yeah done. They're a support support studio. Yeah. So what are they supporting? <clears throat> Questions. No answers. We'll find out eventually. I want answers. Damn it. But yeah, I mean, I'm grabbing my tablet, but I am intrigued of what what BlizzCon will show. I did not buy the BlizzCon pass. Because I don't, I don't care that much. I guess just flat out, uh, I'll probably watch some of the panels. I mean, I mean, intrigued to see how it goes virtually. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one panel, and I did just watch it from 2017, uh, and I kind of skimmed through it. But it was the voice actor panel, and the voice actor panel is always pretty cool to me because you are seeing everybody come out. And they're doing the voices of these characters that you've been with for years. And they're just, and you're looking at them and you're like, that is not what I thought you looked like. Cause that's not what I picture in my head when I hear that voice, but no editing or anything. And they come out and deliver a line and you're like, yep, I'm playing the game. I could never talk to you in real life because we'd have problems. Then again, I would also love to be that person. Uh, Matt Mercer has talked about this because he plays McCree in Overwatch. He is the voice actor for McCree. And he has done it where, at least when Overwatch came out, I don't know how much he plays anymore, but he's gone. He would go into matches and mess with his team and do like the, it's high noon. And you'd watch, he's like, you just watch the, our entire team run. <laughs> because they either they forgot that the other team doesn't even have a McCree because that was the call out for his ultimate. So he would, um, McCree would make a 
map-wide announcement that you would hear it's high noon and he would be in his alt state, which is going to basically one-hit kill you if he gets to lock on to you. But there was no McCree on the other team, but he would just be in voice comps and just say that, and you'd watch all of his players. He's like, yeah, you just watch people just start panicking and running to find <laughs> cover and hide. And he's like, I, he's like, I started, I think he, it's an interview, uh, I want to say with Danny Dwyer, but I don't remember, at a GameSpot thing at E3 maybe. And uh, he's like, I'd mess with people and be like, it's 945. <laughs> <laughs> But it would be really fun in WoW if you were one of the voice actors in WoW and you're just in a raid with your guild or whatever and they don't know yet and you just are starting to drop voice lines randomly from other things and they're like, God damn it! Sylvanas, <laughs> fuck off! <laughs> Alright, number five. Here we go. Amazon's founder, CEO, and president Jeff Bezos has announced he will give up his role later this year. He will be replaced by Andy Jassy, who is currently the CEO for Amazon Web Services. Bezos emphasized this, quote, isn't about retiring, end quote. Instead, observing the change in role will allow him to pour his energies and soul into other projects he feels he has been neglecting. Like his marriage. I don't think there's any getting that back. <laughs> it was the only blow I could take quick enough to think of it it was an interesting move because when i saw it i was like huh that's weird Mm -hmm. kind of well i thought the same thing but i was like you know what if i had that much money why would i be wasting my time essentially running the day-to-days of this company yeah when i can just give myself a promotion to director of the board yeah and do other shit yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, with my money, that's very true. It was it was almost like the I don't know when I read it, it I immediately just thought uh, something like the lead vampire maneuver. I'm, I'm calling it the lead vampire maneuver because I can't think of what I really want to say. Mm-hmm. But the lead vampire maneuver, where he's like, ah, I can only suck blood out of these people for so long. Anybody else want to like take over this whole lead in this group thing? I gotta, I don't know, werewolves. Fuck it, I gotta go do something else. <laughs> and he's just bored, entirely bored. Yep, that's what I kind of you know. You only sell books for so long. Books. That's a that's a deep cut into the early Amazon days. Nothing but a book warehouse. There is a picture out there. I don't know if you saw this, but it's him and whatever his name is on an old computer with a bunch of papers around and everything. And somebody clearly has taken blue spray paint and spray painted amazon.com on like a tarp and hung it up on the office wall. Nice. And it's the old like humble beginnings picture that always exists somewhere. Yeah. And then you see that and you're still just like, I don't understand. It's crazy. Uh, Amazon's incoming CEO, Andy Jassy. How'd you say that? That's how I said it. Okay. I wasn't listening. Uh, says he <laughs> touche. touche. Says he says he's committed to Amazon's video game development efforts in a response to a damning report from Bloomberg last week about the problems facing the team. Jassy wrote in a staff email seen by Bloomberg, "Quote: Some businesses take off in the first year; others take many years." Though we haven't consistently succeeded yet in Amazon Game Studios, I believe we will hang in there. 
Being successful right away is obviously less stressful, but when it takes longer, it's often sweeter. I believe this team will get there if we stay focused on what matters most. I don't know what the fuck any of that means. I mean, I get what he's saying. But there's nothing better than the end of that quote, because being successful is obviously less stressful. <laughs> but if it takes longer, it's often sweeter. And you're like, I, mm, you know, Andy, why don't I use a different line? But I appreciate it. You're off to a strong start. Yeah. Hey, if you keep giving us this quotable shit, I'm all for it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It still goes back to the same thing we already talked about with the we already covered that entire thing, obviously, last week, and then we talked about it again during the the Stadia angle. New World will be a a test. Because that is a an MMO is a heavy thing to drop yourselves on. And in theory, the one you already released in Crucible should have been the easier of the ones to sustain. Well, I'm not even kind of. Kind I'm, of should have been easier to sustain because Apex and Call of Duty and, and PUBG and whatever are already still are a similar vein. I've kind of written New World off already. Oh, so did I based on what I've seen, but I'm still going to, when it shows up, I'm going to hop into some streams just to see where people are and see what's going on and be like, I, it's not going to entice me, I think, enough to make me want to try it, but I do want to just get a lay of the land. Yeah. I did the same thing when Wildstar existed for a month. Watched a bunch of people play it on launch, and I was like, this looks way too much for me. Have New World open on one monitor and be playing WoW on the other one. <laughs> Number seven, Quantic Dream is opening a new studio in Montreal. The new branch of the studio will collaborate with the original team in Paris and work on the same project. Beyond development, Quantic Dream expects its Montreal outpost to help the company in its ambition of being a global publisher of its own titles as well as those of other developers. Cool. Another. <clears throat> to Mont- another one to Montreal. But a bum, bum, bum. Another one goes to Canada. <laughs> nice place to be, I guess. Well, didn't uh, Sadia just close the studio in Montreal? So, hey, there's a new one open. <laughs> Take their digs. It's already outfitted for technical development. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sony announced that MLB The Show 21 will, re- will release on April 20th, 420 Blaze It, on the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X slash S. Uh, this is the first entry in the MLB The Show series that will release on Microsoft Microsoft's home consoles, but Sony isn't just offering the game on the Xbox for the first time. MLB The Show 21 will also support full cross-platform progression, cross-saves, and online multiplayer between PlayStation and Xbox consoles. The MLB The Show 21 will retail for different prices depending on which version you buy. If you get the standard edition on PS4 or Xbox One, it will cost $60. On PS5 and Xbox Series, it'll cost $70. If you purchase the standard edition on last gen, you won't be able to upgrade your copy of the game to the PS5 or Xbox Series versions. However, Sony's FAQ page uh, revealed that if you buy the collector's edition of MLB The Show 21, you'll receive both the current and next-gen versions of the game. Sony also announced three different collector's editions for for the uh, MLB The Show 21. <clears throat> uh, the Jackie Robinson edition for $85, the Digital Deluxe edition for $100, and the Jackie Robinson Deluxe Edition for a hundred, which I don't those prices aren't right, are they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, each version includes both a current gen copy of the game and a redeemable code for a digital next gen copy of the game. The collector's edition will launch four days early on April sixteenth. Uh, the show got its cover athlete as well, um, and Nate's gonna go from here. Read it. No, you wrote it. Jake sucks. Jake sucks. It's the only way we can do this. <laughs> Good old John Boy shout out. Baseball news gets written in. Jake sucks. Baseball is fun. Baseball is fun. Baseball's hot in the streets. Add that one in. The cover athlete. Cover athlete is Fernando Tatis Jr., shortstop of the San Diego Padres. Makes sense. Makes sense. Good trailer video, I think. Him breaking the unwritten rules, which yep. goes back to him smashing the Little grand slam there. against Texas, which I love every second of. It's very That's funny. A dumb rule, unwritten rule. Oh, it's hysterical because it's also it goes back to the the coach that got mad. Also, did basically the same thing in a different game, and it, it's like, what are you already stupid? Do you think we don't have the internet? We look everything up, dumbass. Sorry, your team sucks. Anyway, big fan of Fernando Tatis Jr. Hmm. Great shortstop. A lot of fun to watch. That being said, solid. Also, good cover choice. Makes sense to me. Yeah. 
terms of you want year over year excitement. Like, yes, Mike Trout's the best player in the game. There's nobody's really going to debate that. And people do debate it stupidly, but whatever. He's the best player in the game, but you want the one that's grabbing the headlines to promote cover athlete things. Yeah. You got to have personalities around yeah. uh, around these. Uh, around sports titles to get yeah. the kids buying the game. The thing I hated, as Matt read, was that they said current gen and next gen. It is current gen and old gen. We are on. We have moved on. We are in January. You know, we're in February. We move, move on, people. Yeah. PS5s and Xbox Series X's and S's are current gen. Old gen is PS4 and Xbox One. That being said, I'm also pumped to see it on Xbox. We knew this was coming. We talked about this when the news broke uh, last year sometime, I believe. It's just real now. Seeing, and now, now it exists. Seeing the uh, MLB The Show 21 cover art on an Xbox case. Yeah, on an Xbox case, and you're like... It's real weird. Wait, why is the why is the show green? It's never been green. It's always blue or gray. It's real weird. Uh, I know people... And you said you had people as well that are super pumped for it. Uh, I know... Well, one of my coworkers is going to be absolutely pumped because he's been he's an Xbox person. Mm-hmm. So, he's not stuck with RBI baseball anymore. Good news. Uh but yeah, that's I mean that's really it. I'm pumped. It, it's uh, a Jackie Robinson Foundation thing. Didn't mention Yes, that. so the Jackie Robinson Foundation, any of the covers that feature Jackie Robinson, which is the $85 one or the $200 options, any version of those that is bought between now because pre-orders are up between now and december 31st of this year any version of that will earn or will earn will get one dollar sony's going to donate one dollar per copy sold of that of those three versions to the jackie robinson foundation uh for i can't remember the name of the program scholars program i believe but could end up being a significant amount of money. I wanted to see it be five dollars instead of one dollar, but that's me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pumped. It can be annoying if you're trying to figure out what you're going to get per version. So go to the show.com or whatever the name of the site is. I don't, it might not be that. Google MLB the show and then go to the site from there because I don't, <laughs> don't go to the show.com i don't remember if that's the link or not uh go there they have all the things broken down and then it either says get physical or get digital and when you click on one of whichever version you're looking at physical digital and then you press which sorry whichever version being the 8500 whatever Click on physical underneath that, and it'll show you everything you're getting for the physical version. If you click on digital, it'll show you everything you're getting for the digital one. Because, yeah, some of the higher cost ones come with a steelbook. But if you're getting the digital one, you're not going to get the steelbook, obviously, because you're not getting a disc. Stuff like that. But it can be a little bit annoying to get a true understanding of what you're getting until you actually just click on things. Yeah. But I'm excited. It, April 20th is a ways away, though. I will be getting it April 16th because I pre-order because I play that game way too much throughout the year. Uh, so I'll be playing it on that Friday before we record. I hope I have that Friday off. Might take that Friday off now that I think about it, in case I don't. 
I uh, I think it'll get here sooner than than we think. Yeah, I'm surprised we're already in February, so I have a strong feeling of the same thing. And hopefully we're already at that point 16 to 20 days into a baseball season, so I'll be able to watch real baseball as well. Because baseball is supposed to start their season on April 1st. Good joke, right? April Fool's Day. <laughs> but we'll they're supposed to start then. Number nine. Electronic Arts has signed a multi-year agreement with the European Football Association, which gives it exclusive rights to the Champions League as well as the Europa League and the Super Cup. EA took this opportunity to also announce that FIFA will make its debut on Google Stadia streaming service this year, with FIFA 21 launching on March 17th. FIFA 21 already exists. Oh, okay. FIFA's 21 is making its debut on Stadia on March 17th. Got it. EA also announced a number of other expansions for the FIFA franchise, including the addition of 15 markets to free-to-play PC offering FIFA Online 4. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know either. I don't finally, know what any EA of this says. Finally, EA said it has six mobile FIFA titles in development, ranging from simulation to unique arcade formats, offering new ways to play for everyone. So the way that I read all of this is they offer a number of... Okay, so there's I'm guessing that there's a free-to-play PC offering called FIFA Online 4, and when they said they added 15 markets to it, they mean they added 15 leagues. Sure. Like 15 world leagues to that pool of players. Uh, also, they have six mobile FIFA titles in development, ranging from simulation, so I guess what they are trying to make is add a FIFA version of Football Manager on the phone, which Football Manager on the phone already exists. So, uh, And... Unique arcade formats offering new ways to play for everyone. Uh, you already have FIFA Ultimate Team on the phone. And I've already eliminated the FM one. So what are five other ways to play soccer that require five different apps? Card game. That's Ultimate Team. Fuck. Unless you're talking about quite literally a card game. That's what I meant. Yeah, quite literally a card like game. Hearts, but with soccer cards? Yeah. So... Funny you mentioned that. It doesn't have to be FIFA branded, but there is a soccer card game. I can't remember if it's it's not Tops, it might be Panini. But there is a soccer card game called something like Attack or something, Football Attack or Soccer Attack or something like that. And you have the you have the player and there's numbers on it. I've seen the cards, but I have no idea how to play. Obviously, I don't own any of the cards, but I've seen them. But yeah, you can get a player, they have certain ratings, and somehow you play against somebody else that has different ratings and yada yada. So I could see something like that happening. But I, I just, I don't know. Also, uh, four of those might get killed and never show, never see the light of day. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Was... I, I believe the simulation one will see the light of day. The other five might die. I think the simulation one is far enough away from their normal stuff to make it out. I mean, it's just as likely that they will be dumb ideas and they will release them. And we just won't know about it, hear about it, and then they'll slowly kill them later on. FIFA pack opening simulator? Yeah. You get nothing, but you spend your hopes and dreams. Literally, the currency is called hopes and dreams. Yeah. More yay. When you get nothing, one of the things you can pull out of the pack is an innocent goat getting murdered. You have to watch the clip of it happen. <laughs> it's dark. So funny, actually. <clears throat> I'll bring this up. 
because I noticed it the other day, which I thought was a really weird thing, kind of. And it, it revolves around the trading card, like, scene, I guess. Okay, not goats being sacrificed? Not goats being sacrificed, but the video idea did bring it up, bring it, trigger it in my head. There's an NBA thing called, oh, I don't remember what it's called. Not top NBA. NBA moments? No, NBA. It's something along those lines. But it's an entirely digital marketplace where you own moments. And this is fully licensed by the MLB and they run it or whatever. It's almost like a, not crypto, uh, entirely digital trading card, whatever, but it's not cards. You're watched, you're getting moments. So you're like getting a gift, like a, like a kind of like a gift, usually a little bit longer than your traditional gift, but a moment of a clip from a game that has a like numbered run of it. And you're buying real money to get these things, and then you can collect them and or sell them or whatever. Whole thing. I was like, "What is this?" I stumbled into it, and I because somebody had put up somebody that I follow on Twitter responded to somebody else, and the guy is like, "Oh, I spent or I made three thousand dollars on this digital thing to go buy a cardboard version of something else." Because somebody bought his moment for like three grand, and then he went and spent money on actual like cards. But I went, wait, what is this moment thing you're talking what about? The fuck. Because like I have I have the Tops Bunt app on my phone, which is just digital cards, and it's, yeah. it's literally just cards, but they're just digital format. And there's specific runs that show up on the that app that you're never gonna see in 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 the wild because they're just like, oh, whatever. We want to do a recolor on the thing and it's just like all right let's just change photoshop again and yeah <laughs> release new things and those you can do the entire thing for free people spend money i don't understand that but the entire thing's free because there's no way to redeem that's the other thing there's no way to redeem from the tops app to like get a get that card in your hand yeah you just have it in your little virtual bank and like cool whatever there it is yeah it's like pokemon gotta collect them all type thing basically yeah <clears throat> so i have that because that allows me to get the endorphin rush of opening cards sometimes and also not spend my life savings the, but the NBA one where I went, wait, this is real money. This is all all real money getting thrown around and yada yada. Like packs were ten dollars to pop moments, and I was like, what is this? Like I created an account and signed in because I was just so curious. But I didn't. Once I realized what it was, I was like, I don't. This is not for me. But I'm very intrigued because if the NBA is leaning into that. You know the other leagues might be leaning into it. Of like, at least looking and being like, what can we do? Because then you would get a moment of that Tatis Grand Slam. It's like, I got all these different angles and whatever. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just don't understand the way that people spend money sometimes. Well, I, okay. If we want to start with that broad of a topic. Yeah, I fucking don't understand it either. Some people also spend $10 on a Planet Fitness membership and then never go, so they lose $120 a year. Don't ask me. I mean, uh, sure, $120 a year versus a $3,000 GIF. A little different. Actually, spending money on a GIF at all. I don't know, man. I don't know. How many of those people forget that they got a membership? How many people forgot their Bitcoin codes? 
a lot. There you go, then. Probably probably a less percentage than forgot their Bitcoin codes. Or a higher percentage don't go than forgot their Bitcoin codes. Uh, all right. More <laughs> EA. Electronic Arts revealed it has signed a partnership with the collegiate trademark licensing firm CLC. What's CLC stand for? Do you know? Not not without making a joke. Okay. Uh, to bring college football back to EA Sports portfolio. Because that's what we all want. Uh, the You'd FIFA- be quite surprised. <laughs> I know. The FIFA maker will now be the exclusive developer for simulation f- college football games. Uh, with development of the first EA Sports college football already underway. However, there's no word on a release date. NBA Top Shot. That's what I was looking for. for mm-hmm. that. NBA Top Shot. <clears throat> I'll show you more of it after, but I need to look it up before I forgot. The I'm very intrigued for the return of collegiate football games. I think it was a travesty that they were gone to begin with. But, but doesn't this I didn't look into it too much because I know that this was a hot bag. The whole like using uh college players' likenesses and stuff was a hotbed topic because of money. Which I totally get. I get it. Welcome to my immediate point. I'm not sure what's about to happen. I don't either. Because I'm a like a bunch of pro players that were Former college, Kyler Murray, Joe Burrow, a bunch of people that just made into the league, like one, two-year rookies, even uh, even a couple of people that are like five-year rookies because they would have been right on the mm-hmm. last one was 2014, so they would have been right there. We're like, oh, I'm so pumped that this is a thing. Like, you know, let's put some of us on the cover that didn't get to be on the cover that were, you know, Heisman winners or whatever. And I was like, okay, that all makes sense. But my whole issue with the collegiate game was you should be playing the players. And I, I'm I'm worried again they won't get paid. Well, I see it going... They, I'm wondering if they're going to take the route of just not having the players in the game. Impossible. And they're just like, you're the team. Yeah. And here's... A bunch of generic people. So that's what they've done before. That's what they did in college basketball. Which sounds terrible. Which they didn't put names on. They were just like, that's number three. But the problem with putting a number three on is you're like, yes, number three is Mm so-and-so. And and those are his stats. That's what he would be. But they're like, well, we can't put his name in. Otherwise, we have to pay him. It's like, just pay him anyway. Yeah. Using every other part of him to make the game. So how's it work? How's it work with Madden? Because I'm assuming they're they're not paying... The, the NFL players, but there's probably some deal because they're. I don't care about the NFL players not getting paid for the game because they're getting paid. They're they're getting paid because they have a licensing worked out between the players' association yeah. and other things. So there is that. It's the same thing with MLB, they're getting paid NHL. indirectly. Essentially, yeah, they're they're not getting like EA is not sending the player a check, mm-hmm. but it's getting sent down through the league of we're paying for this, which then yeah. I think it's broken down into their licensing rights being paid for other places and everything yeah. else. But because college football players are not allowed to make a salary playing mm-hmm. or an endorsement deal or anything, that's where this whole thing gets ca- caught up in. And it's like, you're going to use them to make money, pay them. Yeah. And 
I think there's a easy way around that too. It's like don't give them the money until they leave college. Yeah, but still, or like give them the money then, but they still won't do it. That's the yeah, thing. or like take the money. You know, do the don't give them the money until they leave college, and only allow them to use it towards like college institutional stuff, like buying books and shit. Not that I, that's a problem for them I, because they, I don't like this. I don't like the second part of that. You give me the money because you use me, but you're not allowed to tell me how to spend that. Because also, I ran out of full ride scholarship and didn't give a shit the entire time. I'm on your back there. I got you, but compromise because this is the world we live in. Yes, but that's a terrible compromise. If I was not player, giving the mon- them the money until they leave college, is no, a no, terrible that compromise? part's fine. Mm-hmm. That part was fine. Yeah, the second part that you said. The second parts they can only use it if they want towards while they're in college towards college oh, stuff. Okay, okay, okay. I Not agree. like you have to use it for this stuff. It's like okay. but if you want to buy books or you know like pay for some college shit. Not that they aren't most of them on full rides anyways. But that's what that's that's the part where it was like that didn't make sense after we're only paying them after they leave anyway. So. Yeah. But even then, I think is unfair but that's an okay compromise they need to be getting the money to be paid some way yeah not paying them i think is a bullshit thing yeah i'm not gonna be in the trenches for this because it's not my problem technically but and like it doesn't affect me yeah it's not a hill i care to die on but but it's uh, bullshit to not pay them it's one of those weird things where you can't have a middle ground if it exists, they need to get paid. If they're not going to get paid, it can't exist. Which is my stance. I, which is, you know, it yeah. sucks, but it, I feel like they should get paid. I agree. I definitely agree because they're, these colleges and these associations make and billions stuff. off of them. Yeah. Make, it's even more. Already. Already. Even yeah. not, not even thinking of just throwing the game out. It doesn't exist. It's even more bullshit how much money the universities make off of them. Mm-hmm. And they don't get to see any part of that. Which I think is also horseshit. Yeah. But if you're gonna if you're gonna rob them blind like that, pay them for the game. Yeah. Give them something because bullshit. But anyway, anyway, it is. I, I too far. I think it's mine. Oh. Oh, you got the good one. You got all the numbers and percentages and. Listen, I purposely gave you the baseball one. That's just because you wanted to talk about it afterwards. Hey, <laughs> hey, stop learning why I read certain things. All that right. was obvious, like, r- from the beginning. Well, when I slightly scrolled my page on it, went, ooh, that's an even number. I'm going to do that. No, um, from, like, the beginning of the podcast. Oh, well, that's, yeah, fair, <laughs> fair enough. Number 11, even more EA. Like Activision Blizzard, EA had a record fourth quarter for their revenue. We'll keep it short, and live services are still EA's bread and butter. Which, I don't know if that saying still works. I don't, I don't know. know either. I don't, I just... What does it even mean, yeah. bread and butter? Like staples? I don't know. Like I think that's what it would go down yeah. to. Like, like it was, it's a staple you could have. But who really just sits around with bread and butter? Usually it's like bread and milk. Don't get me wrong. We both love some bread and butter. But we're not normal people, I know. Yeah. Also, I mean, to be honest, <laughs> I got to lay off the loaves. <laughs> that makes two of us. Their revenue for their live services went up 24% to $1.5 billion. And uh, in case anybody's curious, that is only over the course of three months. They estimate by the end of March that live services will account 
for 72% of its revenue for the year. And they made roughly $3 billion from Star Wars games alone. Which is crazy considering... Well, I guess that, does that, that includes there's all th- of them? There's three games. Yeah. But who's... You're not making money off Battlefront. The first one. No. Because I don't think anybody's buying that anymore. Not you, gave it away, you gave it away for free too much, and I think it's also only worth like $5 anywhere. I'm assuming the... Okay. Battlefront 2 still has loot boxes in it. Yeah. And then you gave that away for free for a while. <laughs> but loot boxes. And then you probably were making decent money on Fallen Order. The mobile game? Did they have a they, EA? They do, oh, yeah, they do have a couple but of does, mobile games. But does EA do the mobile games? I believe they do, yes. Okay. At least one of them. Not positive they do both. Does that include the Old Republic? Ooh, that's true. I wonder that if that would count sub, subscription. A billion dollars right there. Yeah, that might count Old Republic because it is still it does it does still fall underneath. I don't know why that's the noise I chose. It does still fall underneath their purview. I don't know. Like they're a district judge. <laughs> what am I, an idiot? I don't know. We're all idiots. Um, <laughs> this podcast is going to have a hell of a description. We're all idiots. That's it. Yep. Uh, Embracer Group, via its subsidiary, Saber Interactive, has acquired U.S.-based developer Aspire Media by merger. The deal is worth $100 million with $60 million paid in cash and $40 million in Embracer shares. Aspire was created in 1996 and has a long-standing partnership with 2K Games to port its games. It's also known for porting the LucasArts franchise Jedi Knight to PS4 and Switch. Uh, and the only reason why it's on here is it is heavily rumored to be working on a new Kodor game. Which is Knights of the Old Republic. Yep. Uh, and I only... Generally, I don't give rumors a ton of validity. Okay. But it was a reset era thread. Ooh, risky. Uh, Jason Schreier was involved. Semi-risky. Actively in the thread. So... It's a little weird. Grain of salt. Yeah. For sure. Just something. But that rumored Coder thing's been going around anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, let's get some silly stuff out of the way. The revival of G4, a network focusing on video games with programs like X-Play and Attack of the Show, is underway, as we've been saying for what seems like a year and a half now. The company announced today that it's launching weekly series B4G4. On Friday, January 29th, which was last week, the series will air... What? The series will air on Twitch and YouTube before G4 is part of the lead-up to the network's return this summer. I think the idea is they do it. They're going to do it every Friday. Interesting. That means I've already missed two episodes. There's already film adaptations of the whole GameStop stock saga in the works. MGM, Netflix, and a company in a production company called Pinky Promise are all working on projects. That is a very funny production company name. I wish they made games. <laughs> Just so whenever they had a problem, they're like, Pinky Promise? You gonna, uh, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> we gonna make deals? I like I like that's how they make business ideas, too. Or like Maybe. business meetings. Like, all right, hold on, hold on. All right, let's shake on it. Listen, no, we got it. No. Pinky Promise. Pinky Promise. <laughs> Pinky Promise, you won't quit this movie. Come on. <laughs> Come on. We're doing Uncharted. Come on. All right, a uh, quick little 
things that we didn't write full paragraphs on. Uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, uh, the remake has been delayed indefinitely. <sighs> it's because they had to start doing all the other stuff with Massive. Not really, but Ubisoft took on a bunch of things when they heard the Star Wars stuff got freed. Uh, the Steam Game Festival is happening. I don't know if you want to wait. I meant to write shout out, not literally shout Steam Game Festival. <laughs> well, I should have. <laughs> I was half. I glanced down right as you were getting to it, and I was like, if he actually shouts Steam Game Festival, it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a bunch of like 500 some odd demos, and I think there's developer panel uh, things happening or whatever. But hey, a lot of demos. Yeah. Rarity nowadays. Seem to be making a comeback in the last uh, yeah. year and a half. Yeah, I like it. I'm down with that. Hey, man, pandemics make you down with the demos. Down with the demos. We throw that on a shirt. Uh, Ooh, I'm down for that. <laughs> oh, you'll see what I did there. Sony shipped 4.5 million PlayStation 5 units worldwide in 2020. That Yep, for selling it at a loss and for... In 2020 means a month and a half mm-hmm. of shipping. 4.5. When, when was the window closing on their 8 million? I think for I think the quarter. So and end of this quarter. Yeah. So uh, March. March. They probably hit that. They probably hit it. Easily. They should, as long as they don't have production issues, which they are. And that is shipped, not technically sold. So. But everything that's shipped is sold, I think so. Yeah, that was the whole story. Is that Well, the whole story was that they shipped everything, but we knew retailers started doing a trickle effect because... Oh, ran- yeah. Sony's like, we sent everything, and then Walmart's like, we're out of stock, but we might have some in in a month. And you're like, no, you have them now, you stupid fucks. Yeah. Idiots. Remember what we were saying about the F word before, and I've already dropped like five? I did too, actually. I thought I was like, I said it, and I was like, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I like that we're like consciously like counting how many we do it now. Whoopsie. Uh, Sony patented a deep learning system for difficulty levels on boss fights. Yeah, I'm, that's cool. Yeah. All about that AI. Uh, Sony Corporation has formed a new financial partnership that gives its part gives it part ownership of the Japanese media conglomerate that owns From Software. Okay, that makes more sense because I didn't really recognize the name that before that. Yeah, uh, it's like a almost it's just shy of a two percent stake, so it's just kind of like a. He, it's it's almost to the beginning. Yeah, I kind of equate it to like a hostage situation. So like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, two percent is a hostage situation? So like, you know, in ancient times, they'd exchange hostages so they to to reinforce uh, an, a relationship. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, yes, but the idea of ancient time hostage... It, it, It'd be like, you give me some people, I give you some people, and now we, we're guaranteed to be friends. Yeah, exactly. But the way that you phrased it with ancient time is if that wouldn't happen if a war broke out tomorrow. <laughs> well, they did it, like, willingly, is what I'm saying. So it's like Sony Corporation giving them money and being like, ah, Hostages we're going to stay friends. willing in any part of that. We're going to stay friends. <laughs> Apex... Willingly, we just willingly, willingly trade hostages. Apex Legends <laughs> is coming to Switch on March 9th. Uh, Valve was fined $4 million doll hairs. Is it dollars, pounds, euros? Do we know? Uh, doll hairs. Dollars. Over the Steam controller patent infringement. Man, how disappointing have you got to be to be the guy that made the patent that they then infringed upon that then they made a worse product out of probably? Because that controller sucks. <laughs> Maybe. 
<laughs> I just remember the video of them baking the controllers. It was like a really fancy production line. Oh, it was yeah. whole robotic. It was I was like, oh, it's so fucking cool. Yeah. And then they come out and you're like, what if we were a full touchpad? And you're like, yeah. oh, God, please no. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming out on May 14th for PC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and is backwards compatible with current consoles. Cool. I don't care. So angry. I just, I'm so over it. I'm already over the Twitter conversation around the entire thing. I haven't seen, see, this is the I know, circles this, thing. The, the, the best part about the circles, well, one, you're just not on Twitter, but you'd, we'd be roughly in the same circles probably, except you'd probably be just so far into history at this point with your recent trends. Uh, it's too much. I had to take a break. It's uh, just it's, like, it's so much like death and, de- and just depression and like <laughs> rape. And it's just like, oh my God, like I just want to kill myself. That, you know, history will do that to you. Uh, but apparently they, the director or whatever, changed a scene. So that's already, this argument's already starting now. Is Are they talking about the end? Not the end of three. That hasn't been brought up yet, but you know it's going to be brought the up. Scene. I'm, now I'm curious. Uh, they changed the scene in which one of the characters is, I think, talking with Shepard. And the scene is normally like a shot behind her. So you're I know looking at her butt. It's he's she's talking to Miranda. Miranda, okay. Uh, and there's just a gratuitous shot of her ass. Yeah, apparently that's gone now. Oh, that was always kind of what was interesting about that they would do with the her and those scenes, and it kind of made sense because it was like she was like supposed to be like basically genetically enhanced, like she was yeah. made to be perfect, right? Which it like fed into that because she was like overtly sexual attra- sexually right. attractive. So like wasn't the whole thing also like that she doesn't want it? Eh, she just had that attitude, like that yeah. hard attitude. But either way, that scene is gone, which was that's unfortunate. Watching people fight on Twitter about yeah censorship and bullshit, and it's like you just want to see a nice ass. I get it. I mean, it's. Made Game in direction. a different time. They're not necessarily yeah, exactly. There's, That's it's not necessarily equal. Like it's not like we're well. I don't know. You do see Shepard's ass, I guess. So I think. Yeah, but I, I, isn't there also a scene where you see her like full her in a wide shot? I think so. I don't yeah, remember. And now. that that scene isn't being discussed about like censorship. It's just the ass scene because it's literally nothing but her ass. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Once again, you're yeah, I remember that shot. I don't distinctly remember it. You you see it and you're just like, really? Like the, the camera angle is straight up like panning past her ass cheeks, and you're just like, why is it like Shepard in the background? And the whole foreground is just this ass. ass. <laughs> and they're just having a conversation. Uh, it's like very anime. Like, cheese, oh, yeah, like yeah, very yeah. cringy I, I know, Japanese yeah, anime. I know the pans you're talking about that way. Yeah. Um, and there was a ton of like smaller game announcements. I don't those, know if you noticed that. Those are the cuts and stuff like that where you get a, an audible really out of me. And the, <laughs> if we're like watching in the living room, you yeah. just hear me go, really? I kind of took it as like kind of funny. So like it didn't really bother me, but yeah, yeah, part of, yeah, a bunch of game announcements there. Stellaris Nemesis Airline Technician, which if we're talking about the best, there was a there, this was, list. there was some uh, good ones. <laughs> Total War Warhammer Three makes sense, obviously, and definitely not Fried Chicken. Which, I am intrigued by two games on this list, and if anybody can guess, you win nothing. The definitely not Fried Chicken, I think, is like a like one of those like strategy expansion games like uh like a 
resource based um oh rts i guess i don't know how you know like a like a railroad tycoon or something yeah, like that yeah and i think um, you're you're basically trying to do like fast food franchises interesting okay. i think that's what's i immediately went to entirely something different which is our new youtube show definitely not fried chicken where I just hand you op- <laughs> objects that have been deep fried. That are definitely not chicken. They might be. Oh. That's the idea. You have to say, okay. You're blindfolded. I, I hand it. you fried objects, and you have to tell me whether or not that is fried chicken or not. So the first time I ever got a deep fryer, I literally deep fried <laughs> everything. <laughs> we deep fried a slice of pizza. <laughs> Interesting. We were just like, we were just taking things like, do you think we could deep fry this? We could deep fry this. <laughs> Definitely not fried chicken. That is a uh, that is a YouTube show waiting to exist. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you think this one is? It's <laughs> definitely not fried chicken. <laughs> that one's definitely fried roadkill. <laughs> fried raccoon? <laughs> Just feeding you completely things that are so far out there. Uh, uh, I don't know. It weird consistency. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go meatball. <laughs> ah, but what kind of meatball? <laughs> ah, son of a bitch! I have no idea anymore. Uh, and of course, airline technician because. Oh yeah, what <laughs> better? Than being the reason a plane is delayed. These silly sim games. I just want to drive the fire truck. Is that so much to ask? Let's talk about some PS Plus games that have now been made I'm available. I'm really surprised there isn't a fire truck simulator. There is. Oh, is there? Oh, there are, there are multiple. Okay. There's one great one. We watched a Funhouse video. It's it's uh, emergency services. I've seen simulator. that one. That's like based on. Uh, like GTA 5, right? Sure. That's a sentence. Kind of. I don't know if you I don't know if I would say it's based on GTA 5. <laughs> no, like isn't the engine like it looks like GTA 5. Is that the one that's emergency services? I don't know if it looks that good. But yes, I know what I know what you mean. I believe we're talking about the same the yeah, same video. Yeah. But I think you clearly miss or forget what GTA 5 looks like versus that game. GTA 4? 3, maybe. 3. I think you forget what GTA 3 looks like. <laughs> or, sorry, San Andreas. Right? That's three and a half? Yeah, I could... Okay. Because it's, it's, it's one, two, three, San Andreas, then four, right? <clears throat> Might be four. Might be four. More I don't know. It's not a, it doesn't fucking matter. Anyway, PS Plus <laughs> is going to be getting uh, games right now if you want them and have PS Plus. For the PS4, you're going to get Concrete Genie. My computer went to sleep. Is not the name of a game. <laughs> but if you have a PS4, you get Concrete Genie. If you have a PS4, you're going to get Control Ultimate Edition. If you have a PS5, you're going to get Control Ultimate Edition. Good. If you have a PS5, you get Destruction All-Stars came out this week boom it's available for free or i guess kind of free ps plus isn't free so you know what i mean uh xbox gold games with gold that's still a service that is still working in the way even though they change things don't worry about it i read the article gears 5 
available from February 1st to the 28th. Resident Evil, available from February 1st to the 28th. Dandara, Trials of Fear Edition, available from February 16th to March 15th. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, available from February 1st to the 15th. And Lost Planet 2, available from February 16th to the 28th. And Prime Gaming has new things. There are also free things to be claimed on Epic and other fun things. That being all said, we'll check in on something else next week because I forgot to look at it this week and I don't care. So we'll do it next week. But it's been seven days. Matt, what have you been up to? Uh, Just life, you know. Haven't played any games again. <clears throat> Doing my, you know, my normal drought. Ah, yes. Your abstinence phase. Yep. <clears throat> Going to be a few months. <laughs> yep. Um. What else? Uh, I tried um, a little 3D modeling, I guess. It Blender? Would be. Yep, Blender. Um, some it's other like ones. The, it's like the only one that I know. Blender and then um, SketchUp. Oh, Google SketchUp. It's not owned by Google anymore. Okay. It, yep, same thing. It's it's SketchUp. Yeah. SketchUp's <clears> fun. <throat> uh, we, uh, My buddy and I worked on building... A- I hate it. Okay, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> well my buddy it might I, be a lot different now, though, because... Well, I say we did this in high school, but my buddy and I worked on building a uh, replica Yankee Stadium. Okay. When it was getting intense. Yeah, it's of, probably... A lot of polygons. I'm assuming it's different now because it was painful. To, it's, like, not intuitive at all, and it was... Really oh, it, was, it wasn't great. We definitely had a lot of finicky things with it. It's, like, ba- browser-based now. Which is, I think, really no, a- not for the one we had. So yeah, yeah. So this one's browser based, and it was a. Tr- it's just not good mm-hmm. that way. But um, I'm making speaker stands. So okay, I so was like, yeah, to- I'm gonna fuck around with this. Need to sketch something up. Yeah, and just fucked around. So that was fun. Um, what other exciting things have happened? I feel like there's other things, but I'm drawing blanks. So. I don't know. I'm listening to a lot of the history podcasts, as you know. Apparently stopped, though. Uh, so much of it. I'm currently in uh, The Wrath of the Cons. Could we come full circle? I There was so much I wanted to like go <laughs> off on when you brought up... Uh, Khan. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. Well, the moment but I didn't want to go like... I didn't want to start vomiting stuff. The so. moment you said Mongolians, I was like, he's either there in the history one or he's making a South Park reference, and I'm not positive which it is. Yeah. Uh, and when I say there in the history ones, I just assume <clears throat> there was a Mongolian history episode because there's so many of those damn episodes. So like listening to the Mongolian ones and coming from like, uh, like I did Rome, like the history of Rome, which was like, or the basically like the transition of the Republic to the empire. And then <laughs> I always love that. That's how that's talked about <laughs> because it's so good in context of other things. And then, uh, the Eastern front with the Soviets and in Nazi Germany. Ah, also so- very, very in-depth, like people are like, oh, you can't go fight a, a winter war in Russia, and it's like, oh no, 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 <laughs> it is not that simple. So much like just death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. You did so go, much. You did death. go from the Roman switch to the Eastern Front, which is a shit show. I should have kept then... like a running tally because I'm probably at like 
200 million deaths like people dead oh right probably now. at least yeah 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 um but it's interesting if you follow this up with mao or more russian yeah you're going to just you're going to be loving it yeah so i threw in some like hurriedly hurriedly found like sports car podcasts <laughs> to like try to brighten the mood a little bit i'm like what can i find this out like give me rainbows i yeah. need joy yeah uh that's a that's about it nothing really exciting um haven't really i want like this is when i when i'm not playing game like when i don't when i go through these droughts like i want to play something but like nothing seems like nothing interests me and i don't I, know yeah i know what you mean but yeah that's 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 life for me. What are you up to? Oh, there's a game called World of Warcraft. Never heard of it. And uh, I've sold my soul to Seven Devils. They keep returning it, but what are you going to do? Uh, we are now 8 out of 10 heroic. Congratulations. Two, thank you. I have two more to go. Hopefully we can get them. Power through. Mm-hmm. Strength and numbers, Loktar Gore, progression, whatever else we're going to yell, Excelsior, who cares? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been a lot of fun. And that's been a lot of fun. And I think that's the only thing I played this week. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of wow. Yeah, I think I played like one game of the show and I was like, all right, I need to just uninstall this now. Yeah, just wait. It is now my time that I need to go purge it off my machine and be yeah. like, you got to you gotta go a couple need my months. Break. I need my break. And then when it comes out, you'll be like frothing at the mouth again. Yeah, and I'll because you'll have watched some baseball like just enough to whet your appetite. Yep, and you'll be like, oh, I need to play it. And then I'll uh, that's <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's basically what I do in my living room. I watch the baseball, and then I just become a rabid animal. And uh, nobody's gonna put me down because I live alone. So, well, rabid animal. Uh, I think you're uh, really underselling Max right now. He's not going to put me down. He will fucking murder you. He will. But he would also just join me and be like real confused about what we're being rabid about. And he'd be like, sure. What are we hunting? And I'll be like, I don't know, know, man. I just, I really want to play baseball. The, uh, it's been a lot of that. There's been a lot of, I've, I played the one game, but it's because every time I go down to the PlayStation, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's play some Assassin's Creed. Then I'm like, I don't really feel like I want to, so maybe I'll play some baseball. Then I find out that I really went down there and I had no intention of playing anything, so I throw YouTube on the TV and take a nap. Yeah. Which, I'm fine with napping. I love a good nap. But every time I've gone down there, I've just been like, oh, I'm down here because I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I didn't want to sit here anymore because I can only sit here for so long. Like I need to move myself and go around places. I get it. And I can't go to my bed. I, I have a weird thing about like napping in my bed. Mm-hmm. I, it, I it's it, a different it type mess, of sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like when you nap in your bed, you wake up and you're like, you you're, feel groggy. You're confused. You're, you're you don't know what time it is. Accepting defeat. Yeah. Whereas you nap on your couch or wherever, you can get up and you'll be like, all right, well that was a nap. Now like let's yeah. go on with my life. Yeah. And I mean, for you know, when I was redoing the master. That was a confusing week of I would wake up on the couch in the morning and be like, oh, this has been like a couple hours, eight hours. Oh, <laughs> it's like the reverse yeah, of yeah, napping yeah. in your, it was the reverse of napping in my bedroom. But the now, and I also usually can only sleep. Luckily that week was fine, but I'm usually only out for a couple hours at most on that couch. Mm-hmm. 
usually two hours is my max on that couch. Yeah. In terms of like a consistent non-wake-up sleep. So it works out perfectly for naps. About yeah. two hours and I wake up and I'm like, <sighs> guess I got to go do something. And I kind of, I can go back about whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. But like sitting in here, I mean, chairs are fine. I'm comfortable or whatever. But eventually it gets to a point where it's like, I can't look at my monitor anymore. I need to go do something. And so I'll either go work out or I'll go wander around. I'll go do a chore. I'll go do something else just to break it up. Yeah. But yeah, been been a lot of wow. That's really been it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Boring week. Work. Yeah. Tried to not get entirely angry at work things, but I did notice my blood pressure rising out throughout the week, probably. But then I just kind of everything kind of I hit I hit a wall on Thursday and went, you know what? Nah. Fuck it. Not my problem. I, I had it was building because I could feel it happening throughout the week, mm-hmm. where it was it was reaching like my target levels of just annoyance, which usually with those reached a boiling a boiling point where I was like, I'm going to snap, and I did numerous times. I mean, not snap. We both had our moments, obviously, but my snapping was usually in a different way. Yeah. I've just, I'm going to go piss off somebody in leadership and they're going to get angry at me. And well, yeah, I know what I did. <laughs> Usually how that worked. Uh, but I could, I could just feel my, my like chest feeling different as the time I would read an email from somebody and I immediately would spark just the anger. And I was like, no, nope. It's not worth it. Not my problem. Not just, nope. I'm not getting mad in my own house. Over their incompetence. Not doing it. Just wash it away. So I had the good old, I'm going to, my my realization moments of just, Oosah, Oosah, <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, man, that email. I so just, you're mm. saying we need to get you a stress ball. No, I've never found stress balls to really like help because I squeezing it does nothing. If I could constantly throw it, <laughs> it would be better. Like if I had a uh, fake pitching like area in the garage, mm-hmm. kind of like a faux mound and a tarp that was wide enough that I would feel confident throwing something at it and not missing the tarp. Yeah, I'd probably sit out there for days. Oh, you just gotta. Uh... I've never. I mind you, I've never pitched. The one time I did pitch, I think I threw eleven pitches. Rough number. I hit two people. I walked the other one because <laughs> I couldn't. It. I couldn't throw the strike zone. So I said, "I'm good. Never again." Fine with it. I was a kid in Little League, and I was – I coach brought me in. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll see if you can pitch. Why not? I tried it. I hit the two kids, walked the other one, and then he's like, all right, well, we got to stop this. <laughs> so I went back to first, and I remember just being on first and being like, do not ball your eyes out in the middle of this field right now because I was just – I was defeated. I was yeah, like, oh, oh. As, as a kid would be. Yeah, I was like, I'm not even throwing that hard, and I hit two kids. Wish I had thrown harder. <laughs> <laughs> I think I threw maybe one strike, and I was just like, eh. "Worst position on the field. Play anywhere else, not pitcher." But either way, you got to find out. That's true. There's only one way to find out. It's very different. It's one thing, you know, if you're playing catch with somebody, 
and somebody goes down in the catcher squat. You're like, oh yeah, cool. I can throw. I can. I can do that. Your mind changes when a batter steps in. Well, yeah. And then you're like, who? I can't only not hit them. They can't hit this ball. <laughs> so what if I just throw it nowhere near them? <laughs> oh, I walk them. Ah, oh, shit. Oh, I hit them. They should have been that close. <laughs> There were a lot of a lot of justification thoughts in my head through the entire thing, uh, but it was an entirely terrible experience, and I wish I never did it. In some <laughs> ways, I'm happy I never did again. I'll say that. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. All right, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Seven days. Have fun. Be ready for BlizzCon talk in two weeks. Bye bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.